I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burr, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. You're listening to a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hi, I'm Sanchita Sharma. I'm the health and science editor with the Hindustan Times. Welcome to my podcast, HealthWise. Each episode will bring you up to speed with the top of the mind health, science and environment issues. You'll hear experts who will help you better understand policy and decipher jargon so that you can make the choices that work best for you. Hydroxychloroquine does not protect people from the new coronavirus disease. And these are the findings of yet another study that dismisses the effectiveness of this anti-malarial drug in protecting healthy people who are at risk of exposure to the virus. Now, the study found that giving 600 mg of hydroxychloroquine per day as a prophylaxis to physicians, nurses, certified nursing assistants, emergency technicians and respiratory therapists failed to prevent coronavirus infection and these results were published in JAMA Internal Medicine which is the journal of the American Medical Association recently. Now the study was a double blind placebo controlled randomized clinical trial which is really the gold standard of clinical trials and included 132 participants. The trial was terminated early after no significant differences were found in reverse transcriptase polymerase chain reaction that's RT-PCR confirmed cases of COVID-19 among people who were given hydroxychloroquine and those who were not. But the study authors have also said that the early termination of the trial could have led to perhaps a failure to detect clinically important differences in the outcomes. Now, interestingly, around the same time, another study which was done by the Harvard T.H. Chan School of Public Health in the U.S. and universities in Spain as well as the Ministry of Health in Spain, which found that hydroxychloroquine chloroquine did protect against coronavirus infection and what they did was they did a large analysis of several randomized trials of, of hydroxychloroquine which have been done over the past few months and they found that it actually reduced the risk of COVID-19 infection by about 20% in healthy people who were given the drug to protect them against infection. So hydroxychloroquine is a very affordable and a widely available drug which is actually a generic drug and India is the largest producer and this medicine has actually been Quoting controversy ever since two preliminary trials early on in the coronavirus disease pandemic which were done in China and later on in uh, France showed that it actually boosted recovery and lowered the severity of coronavirus disease. So after studies from China initially showed that there was protection and early studies from France also showed that hydroxychloroquine uh, when given to 26 patients treated in French hospitals uh, offered protection against severe disease and infection but later on when other scientists reviewed the data they found flaws in the study design you know it was difficult to interpret the data that said that it actually protected people against infection and following that when president donald trump endorsed the drug uh, it really put the spotlight on the effectiveness and that's when the whole debate on the pros and cons of its used as protection against coronavirus disease started globally so apart from malaria uh, hydroxychloroquine is widely also used to treat rheumatoid arthritis and lupus 
Its critics say that the doses needed to treat coronavirus diseases are usually very high, which raises the risk of toxicities and irregular heartbeats, which is heart arrhythmia. On July 4th, the World Health Organization discontinued the hydroxychloroquine arm of the solidarity trials after interim results showed that it produced little or no reduction in the mortality of hospitalized COVID-19 patients when compared to standard care. But again, the WHO very clearly said that, and I quote, this decision applies only to the conduct of the solidarity trial in hospitalized patients and does not affect the possible evaluation in other studies of hydroxychloroquine in non-hospitalized patients or as pre- or post-exposure prophylaxis for COVID-19. So now hydroxychloroquine is one of the repurposed and off-label therapies approved to protect people from coronavirus disease according to the Indian Council of Medical Researchers Clinical Management Protocol for COVID-19 which was released on July 3rd and it recommends 400 mg twice a day on a day on day one followed by 400 mg daily for the next four days. But again, the clinical management protocol also notes that, and again I quote, as such, the evidence base behind its use remains limited as with other drugs and should only be used after shared decision-making with the patients while awaiting the results of ongoing studies. Clinicians who are treating uh, coronavirus disease patients say that, at least the ones in India, that it's a safe drug. They haven't really seen any very serious side effects here. But they also say that it should be used early on in the disease course as early as possible to achieve any meaningful effect and it should be avoided in patients with severe disease as well as patients with a history of heart disease. So how then can we protect ourselves? Well, social distancing, masks and, and hygiene remain the best possible protection against coronavirus uh, disease so far. And this is what some clinicians call the social vaccine which is basically keeping our hands clean, maintaining distance, avoiding crowded places and wearing a mask. And especially now as the festival season approaches, it becomes all the more important to ensure that we maintain that social distancing and use masks as a part of a very comprehensive approach uh, to ensure that we stay safe and those around us also feel safe. And I can't stress this enough because it's really very important because there's always a danger of getting infected, one, before people actually develop symptoms and also because a lot of people have mild disease, so they don't get serious symptoms or they stay asymptomatic. So even if a person appears healthy, they could still be infecting others. So it's very important when you're stepping out to maintain social distancing, wearing masks and maintaining hand hygiene. And again, stay safe. I really, really can't stress this enough. If you still have any queries or would like me to cover a certain health topic, do feel free to reach out to me. You can reach me at sanchex, that is at S-A-N-C-H-X, or at HT Smartcast. We are available on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. For more such podcasts, log on to htsmartcast.com. Until next time, goodbye. This was a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast. I'm Annie Apple and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, 
Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app.